Hello, listeners. Wanted to throw an extra opening on to this this podcast. Uh, as I recorded this episode before I was uh, given the news that I would no longer be needed in the band Thorhammer, I felt uh, it was appropriate that I add a little addendum to this episode. Uh, As previously mentioned, uh, I was given notice that I would not be the drummer of Thorhammer anymore. Uh, It came as a total surprise. Um, You can read my statement online and I won't go too into detail here. But because I will not be the drummer of Thorhammer... This show is going to need some rebranding, and that is exactly what I'm going to tell you about now. With a little help from uh, my fellow podcasters at Onyx Edge Studios, I was able to find my new brand, my new podcast title, and that will be Bacon and Nays. Uh, it's going to be same show format. Base, uh, going to talk about pretty much whatever I want. And uh, Sam brought up a good point that it's sort of like uh, good for a morning radio talk sort of uh, vibe. Cat, do not go behind the TV. Damn it. Get out of there. This is what I deal with now. But yes, on Onyx Studios, we will start back from episode one of the Bacon and Nays podcast. And you're going to hear all types of funny shit on there, and that's the way I want to keep it. On to this week's episode... Thank you for listening and hope to uh, hope to see and hear from you in the near future on your morning rush. Get it? Tim starts a thing. That was me taking a drink of a little something called excellence. Excellence like you'll find on onyxstudios.com. See what I did there? Onyxstudios.com features On the Road with Thorhammer, The Watchers on the Couch, The High Files, and Rent is Due. All podcasts that will make podcasting great again. That's right. It once was not great. Then it got a little better. Then com came along and made it fucking great. com, not sponsored by this coffee that I'm drinking, but I have to because it's 6 o'clock in the morning on my day off. I wish I was in bed, but instead, I'm not, so I gotta drink more coffee. I wish we were sponsored by a local coffee company. 
but we're not. Onitestudios.com. Download all podcasts that you can get your ear earbuds on. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Onitestudios.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of On the Road with Thorhammer. It's your pal Chris Nays here, drummer of Thorhammer, local St. Louis musician, aspiring to spread my music across the world in the form of music and podcasts. Thank you for joining me. This is the time of year on social media when everyone loves to share their favorite stuff that came out in the year. And of course, this being a music-centric podcast most of the time, I'd like to take some time to cover my favorite music stuff of this year. Now, uh, in previous episodes, I have dabbled a little bit into this subject when when I'm particularly uh, excited about something that has come out or something that I've bought. But it doesn't hurt to uh, throw it all in a big pile here and let you know about everything. Now, there's some, uh, there's a couple albums that I have listened to way less than the rest of them. And that's because they're particularly new and I just haven't had time. There's a shit ton of new music out that I like. So... Uh, I'm going to go through the newest stuff first, uh, and uh, and then some local stuff, and then we'll get to the heavy hitters. So here we go. The Dillinger Escape Plan has a new album called Dissociation. Uh, it will be their final al- album, apparently, before they go on hiatus, and I don't know if that means they're done for good or not, but this uh, album was great. Uh, I thought it was probably the best offering they could possibly go out on if they decide to call it a day for good. It's very heavy. It's very uh, similar to the last few albums they've put out. But uh, I think better than those. Uh, A song that you could... uh, look up is called uh, nothing to forget that's probably my favorite on the new record upon only one or two listens through but uh i think dillinger's the best combination of styles between uh very heavy metal and uh jazz so go ahead and check that out dillinger's gate plan dissociation Next record on my list is uh, Red Fang's second album, their sophomore release, uh, Only Ghosts. Now, Red Fang is a band that I saw in Chicago two years ago, opening for Opeth. Um, They're more of a straightforward rock and roll band. Uh, I would say they're perfect for fans of Metallica or Black Sabbath. Check out the song The Smell of the Sound to get a good idea of what they're up to. 
Definitely good. I'd say I'd put it equal with their last release. <sighs> Protest the Hero put out a uh, six-song EP, and they had a really interesting way of doing this. Independent release through Bandcamp, and they did uh, one song a week for um, for I guess a little over a month. And recently made the entire thing available on vinyl and stuff. But uh, I really, this is more in line of what I like of Protest. Uh, my favorite album of Protest a Hero is called Fortress. And uh, that I, I really like when there's more melody. I wish there was a little bit more melody in this one. Melodic singing. Uh, but it's good for what it is. It's only six songs, so you know you really have no excuse. You do have the time to check this out. So that's the stuff I'm not super familiar with right now, but uh, I still liked it a lot. Let's get to the local love section. Uh, Echo Spiral uh, is a one-man project by this guy named Sam Beck from here in town. Echo Spiral has a three-song EP. He's currently working on more material, but the the three-song EP is on Bandcamp, and it's called Dark Mirror, not to be confused with the band Dark Mirror from Des Moines that we've played with. This uh, three-song EP is amazing. I would go and on Bandcamp, on Echo Spiral, Bandcamp, and... Um, Listen to that three-song EP. It won't take you more than uh, more than like fifteen minutes. It's fucking great. Cheers the same back. Unbelievable stuff there. It's instrumental as well. I should mention that. Hell Knight getting ready to release their first album with new singer, uh, known for his time in uh, Shadows Fall, who's currently on hiatus. Uh, Brian, you should definitely check out Hell Knight. They're my favorite St. Louis band. Adam Arsenault is amazing. Brian Fair is a fucking fantastic new addition. You absolutely need to check out this band. Human Shelves is the new record coming out soon. By the time I post this, it may already be out. So, uh, definitely check that out. Alright, let's get to my major releases of the year. I have spent time in previous episodes talking more in depth about these, but uh, I'm just going to give you the rundown. Small blurb on each of these, okay? Vector... V-E-K-T-O-R is how you spell their name. Album is called Terminal Redux. This is a uh, technical heavy metal band. And very, uh, very heavy progressive metal. Uh, space and space travel themed. Amazing. Gotta check it out. So it's it's 
awesome. The album is awesome start to finish, which is just how I like my records. For sure, look into that if you're into technical heavy metal. Every Time I Die is a new release, Low Teens. Mentioned it before. Great. Every Time I Die record, very much what they do best. Just riffing and heavy. Mix of the drums is awesome on this, as heavy as can be. Fantastic. Uh, this album came out late last year, but I feel like it needs to be mentioned again. Rush's R40, the live release of what could be their final tour ever. Neil has said he's retiring, so probably going to be the it for them. Really cool set list. They start from their latest material and move backward in time through the set. Uh, just probably my favorite selection of songs by them ever compiled. Rush, gonna miss you. Awesome, amazing band. Swiggy Coffee for the drumming man. Dream Theater's latest release, The Astonishing. Uh, you know, double disc. Uh, rock opera type album. Pretty amazing, start to finish. Runs the gamut from heavy to uh, heavy to their softer side, and tells a story throughout. And it's everything that a Dream Theater fan would want in an album. It's almost two hours long. <laughs> Totally worth the listen, though, and uh, worth your time. That live show that Ian and Ian Resnick and I went to was amazing. Check it out. Meshuggah's latest release, The Violent Sleep of Reason. I've mentioned it on the podcast before. Super heavy. Riffs like you wouldn't believe. Drumming that I would never be able to grasp. A for sure pickup for anybody that's into heavy, progressive, uh, super harsh vocals, not for everybody, but worth checking out to see if you might like it. That's, that's a band that if you're not, you're not sure what a live show is for a super heavy band, that's, that's a good show to go to. So keep an open mind to the heavier stuff, the less, the less uh, melodic stuff, and uh, instead more percussive vocals, which is something that not a lot of bands do, and Meshuggah does well. Opeth's latest record, Sorceress, uh, another band that never ceases to amaze me. Unbelievable. They every album is a little different from the last. Uh progressive heavy metal. Expanding what the I the uh accepted idea of pro- prog metal is. Very melodic vocals. Very cool stuff. Check it out. Uh, Devin Townsend Project, I've praised this on the podcast before. 
new album Transcendence. You can tell how much Devin has grown as a musician with this record. And uh, he he has opened up to letting the band contribute more. And this album became so much better because of it. Uh, the band is uh, way more in my in my taste now. Way more melodic, awesome, awesome. Runs also runs the gamut of uh, softer stuff to heavier stuff. So check it out, Devin Townsend Project Transcendence. Uh, another instrumental artist that I've gotten really into lately. Guitarist and uh, multi-instrumentalist Myrone, and uh, you spell his name M-Y-R-O-N-E, he did a uh, soundtrack for an upcoming video game called Drift Stage. It's a really cool looking uh, racing game. But it uh, it's called the album's called Drift Stage Volume 1, and you can download it on iTunes or Bandcamp. It really reminds me of Steve Vai and uh, Joe Satriani kind of stuff from the early 80s to to late 80s. Uh, Synth synth and keyboards mixed with 80s tone guitar and soloing mixed with program drums is a formula for something that i fucking love my own is definitely a guitarist to watch in the coming years and uh a good follow on twitter hugh my check it out animals as leaders new release the madness of many this is a band that is also expanding the idea of what a progressive band is. They make incredibly difficult music to uh, to play. Uh, the, it's truly unbelievable what this band does. Uh, two guitarists, no bass player, three-piece. Instrumental band... They should never get a singer. There's no way that would work. Uh, oh, really over-the-top jazz-influenced songwriting, but heavy. Really heavy. And uh, riffs sometimes in songs don't even repeat twice. A very cool listen. It, it, this is a good band to put on like while you're doing something else. And... Riffs will just hit you or drum beats will just hit you out of while you're doing something else and you're like, oh, wow, that is great. So check out Animals as Leaders, The Madness of Many. Avenged Sevenfold's new record, I probably have mentioned this, I can't remember, The Stage. Uh, another band that is fantastic with every release is something different. Uh, tragically overlooked this record is becoming uh, I think that their unconventional way of releasing it by surprise may have bit them in the butt a little bit uh, 
certainly worth looking into and buying. Uh, I, I really don't understand why it's kind of going under the radar. Like I said, it's probably because of how they released it. They're currently at war with their former record label because the record label released a greatest hits record just as this record came out. So it's effectively, effectively taking money out of their pocket. Really sucks for them, but... Like I was saying, uh, a really enjoyable record, start to finish, new uh, new ways of looking at songwriting for them, and uh, cool Dream Theater-esque guitar solos. Uh, Lindsay hates it, but I fucking love it. Of course, I can't compile my favorite records of the year without mentioning Metallica's Hardwired to Self-Destruct. Uh, don't want to get into it too much because we spent an entire hour talking about it on a previous episode, which you can go and look up featuring, uh, Emperor Spiderballs and, uh, Mr. Mike Daffy. But, uh, gotta say that is a record that has continued to come back into my CD player over and over and, All of the songs are standing the test of time for the past uh, (laughs) at least four or five weeks, whatever it's been. (sighs) Now that's good coffee. Gotta mention uh, Anthrax's latest release, For All Kings. Pretty much any song on this record you could go and look up. And it is a great listen. Um, it's another one of those records that I could put on start to finish, never change, can listen to it two or three times through and, and not, not get tired of it. It's amazing that that band has had such a, uh, renaissance has had such a, uh, well, since, uh, since, uh, damn it. Name is uh, escaping my brain right now. It's too early. Since the lead singer came back to the band, and they they uh, have had a couple of hit records, uh, I have wanted to see them, and I haven't been able to. But they have uh, they've really brought it back to where they need to be, and they're in a good headspace, uh, writing wise, and. They've been very successful. So you got to love that. Anthrax is a legendary band. And um, that brings me to my final selection for my favorite records of this year. Quite possibly my favorite. Uh, I did not number these or anything as far as what is my favorite and what is not. But this record is a double record and is another one that I have absolutely loved listening to start to finish. Every song brings something better and better. The Neil Morse Band featuring Mr. Mike Portnoy on drums. Album is called The Similitude of a Dream. Uh, Another concept record tells a story throughout. Mike Portnoy is bringing it on this record and I love 
when uh Neil Morse does uh does concept records because they're so good at bringing back themes and uh melodies throughout the record and uh ch- making them playing them in different keys and then changing the tempos uh and it doesn't feel like it's forced together. It doesn't feel like it's just cut and pasted. Amazing, amazing stuff. Gotta check it out. The Neil Morse Band. The Similitude of a Dream. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, hope you guys do take the time to check out this stuff. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe you should have been taking notes. That was a lot of records. Now that I'm looking back at the list, that's like that's like fifteen to twenty records that I just mentioned. Some EPs in there too, but uh, absolutely worth checking out. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you have an amazing holiday season. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Oh boy, what else? I appreciate you guys' listening all year. It's been an amazing year for for uh, On the Road with Thorhammer, for Thorhammer the band, and for Onyx Studios as a website. Our listenership has grown. Um, you guys are much appreciated. Thank you, and uh, Tim, I guess start the thing. I don't know what thing I have planned at the end of this, but go ahead and start it. Goodbye. All right, well, that was fun, right? Get you some new music, folks. As I mentioned at the top of this episode, you'll be able to find all new episodes at the Bacon and Nays podcast on Onyx Edge Studios, also on iTunes, and uh, everywhere you get your podcasts. Thank you for your support. See you in the near future. Bacon and Nays podcast. Perfect for your morning rush. Greatest band ever. Everybody rev up your engines, let's go!
Jesus, I saw it. 